Well, hello there, Dad and lovely listeners, and welcome to a brand new mini-sode extravaganza here with the hosts with the most. It's me, your good buddy, Uncle Ben, and I am joined by the finest set of ovaries in the horror community. Who's that lady? Tante Kate. Oh, yes. And here and full of fitam... Feminine rage. Well, you know, it does happen. And we are here, and we are so glad that the Bob's Burger movie comes out this weekend, because I think we need it. I could do it to pick me up. You know, amongst all the other things going on in the country right now, yeah, and the world in general, yeah. I, I would like some escapism to their little ocean town. It seems like a good thing, especially after watching the movie that we just took in which is Alex Garland's Men. Now, let me explain to you right here. Now, I'm just going to tell you why I had you here on this episode as a guest, little lady. Please explain it to me, kind sir. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, typically this is a podcast hosted by, by men. This is a gentleman's podcast. But I thought in my big man brain that maybe <laughs> having a woman on here could offer some additional insight into this movie because... Something tells me that they're catering maybe towards your audience with this film. I don't know. That's why I decided to have you on here. It's a very smart man you are, sir. You know, I I, I would say I try, but I don't. I'm, I'm just like this. I just wake <laughs> you, up. You just and, exist. Yeah, my man brain just does all these things. Meanwhile, we're watching the movie and you're horrified and I'm like, mm, this is how I live. Yeah. Oh, da man. Daily life. Woof. This movie. This movie. Okay, so for starters, we're going to give you guys a little spoil-free um, syn well, not synopsis, a the, review. I don't know. The spoiler-free section is going to be very, very short because there is be no way to talk about this movie without spoiling everything. Yeah, so it's going to be brief, but we'll tell you whenever we're going to get into spoilers here, and you might hear us sipping and smacking on a little uh, cocktail that we made here and snuck into theater, but then didn't drink because... <laughs> just in awe of this movie. Yeah, it was just like... I couldn't possibly think about like, oh yeah, where's that drink that we made? I'm glad we ate most of our popcorn before the movie started. Yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. We uh, we made a nice little gin mule here. Pro tip for all you guys that are listening. If you like a Moscow mule... Oh, gin mule is so much hey, better. listen y'all. Don't support Russia. Don't support Russia. They're doing bad stuff. No Moscow. Yeah, no Moscow. Honestly, if you make a Moscow Mule, but with gin instead, like a good gin. Especially if you can get the postmodern spirits from Knoxville. Ooh, man. It'll make a mule that'll make you want to leave the one you're with, start a new relationship. They are really, really fantastic that way. Also, just P.S., don't be an idiot and like boycott vodka brands with Russian names on them because of what's going on with Russia. Like, most of them are not owned by fucking Russian companies. Do a little research before you start campaigning. Okay? All right. Thanks. Now you sound like a smart man. Oh, my God. This has been my TED Talk. Thank you for coming to it. Okay, so we just went and seen Men, which was written and directed by Alex Garland. We saw it at Central Cinema in Knoxville, Tennessee. And boy, howdy, is my hair ever blown back by this fucking thing. Uh, what did you know about this movie going into it? I knew absolutely nothing except that Alex Garland wrote and directed it. And I thought I did not know anything about it because I have been too busy to like look it up or yeah. really watch a full trailer. Like I've seen the like 45 second Instagram ad like that keeps getting shown to me. But that's I mean, it's 
there's nothing. It's like a bunch of quick clips and then written and directed by Alex Garland. So that was all I know. I was like, Sold. that's going to be pretty. And I know I like this dude. So I'm game. Sure. Also, it's called Men, which, you know, could go either way depending on how they were doing it. But I know Alex Garland and his writing. Mm-hmm. So probably going to be dark. And is what is it? What's the Jordan Peele movie that's coming out? Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Like, I, I'm here for these like, Kind of on the titles. nose and no. like single syllable <laughs> title. <laughs> I remember after you watched that trailer, you were like, now I got to go see this movie because I'm one of them hashtag not all men people. I know that men ain't out there ruining the world. That's what you said. These are your words, not mine. That is the opposite of what oh. I said. Oh, I was saying the opposite thing. Right. Yeah, oh, opposite. <laughs> okay. The opposite thing. If you guys don't know Alex Garland, uh, you know, when I think Alex Garland, I think about his book, The Beach. I think about The Beach. Which got mutilated in its movie form. It, it on, Upon rewatch, it did not. Tell you what, though, that's a good way to check your age. Oh, man. Yeah. Woof. It's a good book. The Tesseract, he also wrote. Also Tesseract, fucking amazing. Yeah. Really cool book. But he also wrote like Ex Machina. Which I love. If you've not seen Ex Machina, amazing. go watch Ex Machina. Oh, my God. Annihilation, he also did, which we were kind of okay about. I the, know people loved it. The book, I thought, it's a trilogy. I only read the first one. I thought the book was okay, but it wasn't interesting enough to me to keep going, even though I own all three. Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep during the movie. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Because I thought it was... But I had read the book. I didn't like the changes they had made Mm -hmm. for the movie. And then I just thought the movie started getting dull. Yeah. And I fell asleep, and I never woke up and picked it back up. Yeah, he never really wanted to to finish that one. I thought it was okay. Everybody else kind of blew up about it. I think this... I don't know. Ex Machina is awful good. It's, this, it's this between is, this and Ex Machina for this the best This is closer movie. to Ex Machina in terms of just like surrealistic horror. Oh, yeah. It gets fucking surreal. I'm not sure what I expected out of this. Like from watching the trailer for it, I knew it was a woman who had gone through some kind of tragedy where her husband died. And then she goes on a retreat and men seem to be blaming her for what happened and it looked like there was some suspense stalkery, home invasion-y kind of stuff. That's really all that the trailer tells you. And it's honestly That's about, about all, all the trailer can tell you. Yeah. yeah. So you knew a lot more than I did. Well, okay. <laughs> but even that, at that, it's like I didn't really know much. And this movie, dude, holy shit. I mean, again, I'm struggling to think about what all I can say about it spoiler-free. I will say spoiler-free. Uh, going into it, some, some definite trigger warning stuff. Oh, hardcore. Well, here's the thing. Ben, we're in the theater, and through various parts of this movie, Ben's like, oh, God, oh, God. And he's like cringy. Oh, yeah. Because, Ooh, yeah, because of the suspense. I don't think this movie's going to scare women. Because that's just kind of where you live all the time. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't, Oof. I don't even. I don't even consider this a horrific movie. I would call this like folk horror adjacent. Yeah. Which, I mean, would still throw it in the horror category in a movie. Like if I had to like sort movies in a rental store, Mm -hmm. it would go into the horror category for lack of anything else. But if I was talking to movie lovers, I would say it is folk horror adjacent. Hmm. With surrealist bits added in. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it. It did not make me squirm the way you squirmed because I walk down the street alone at night. 
Yeah, and that's the thing about this movie that I think is really probably its strongest point is its ability to put, you know, me, most average dude in the world, just fucking straight, cis, white, male guy, middle age almost, you know, it's like I'm I'm the average, just what I am, and put me in the shoes of like, hey, you're a woman, you're alone, you're just doing your thing, minding your own business, off in the distance somewhere you see a male silhouette and it starts running towards you how fucking scary is that like not a lot of movies i think really do that very well this movie really put me in your shoes as far as like what the average threat level of just being a woman anywhere by yourself or whatever is and it's extra shocking considering that this was written by a man yeah i think we were halfway through the movie and i leaned over and i was like i cannot believe a man wrote this. I mean, do you feel like it's his... So, it's good. It's very well done. Yeah. And like, do you feel like his insights into the average, everyday female experience threat level are, are accurate? Do you feel like he really captured that pretty well? Or are you like, it could have been better, but he did pretty good for a guy? Well, sir, women are different, so it's hard what? to put all women into one character. Oh, okay. Hashtag not all women. I see how this is. <laughs> right. However, what about that one woman that said that she's every woman though? All right? I mean, she I'm wasn't wrong. Woman. She said she was every one of them, so you could put her as all of them. Do you know who that was? That is by God damn it. Is it Diana Ross? Fuck. I'm supposed to be the mu- the music guy. It's what like- am I doing? You're putting me on the spot. Don't know. I don't know who sings anything. I'm gonna get fuzz beat on that <laughs> That's shit. That's a right Lindsay there. question. I'm gonna get fuzz beat on it. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm gonna be embarrassed. Okay. So anyway, did he do a pretty good job for yeah. a guy, or was it just good? Period. No, he did a really good job. Like, God I, damn it, it's Whitney Houston. Actually, there's a Chaka Khan oh, version too. I wonder which one came first. I was gonna say Whitney Houston. I bet the Chaka one came first. Though. I second guessed myself because I'm not a musician. I don't know. Chaka mad. Chaka real mad. Chaka real mad. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think he did an excellent job. It was... Because he does... like So when men write women, I tend to get incredibly angry at the way that a woman alone is sexualized, like Hagazusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that was a fucking miss, yeah. I got... So fucking pissed at that movie, you guys. I could I could put a one-hour soapbox podcast on how much I hate that movie. <laughs> That's why they need the Hateful Eight, Enneagram Eight, the Hateful Eight as a, its own podcast. I, I hated it so much. I hated that movie, too. Because, But, like, one of the biggest reasons why I hated that movie is because I did not know who wrote that movie, and 15, 20 minutes into that movie, I was like, this was absolutely written by a man. Yeah, you, you called it like really fast. You're like, yeah, no. It, it was awful. And there, like, and, or other, t- like, if you, so if you don't go like sexual, like a woman alone is very sexual, they'll go the other way that like a woman alone is scared and full of anxiety, which I do know women like that. Sure. I know men like that. Yeah, I also know men like that. So it's, I have a hard time being like, this is every woman. But I think for her character and where she was in her life, he portrayed everything wonderfully. Yeah. Which is why we're halfway through the movie because I knew Alex Garland had written it. And I was like, I cannot believe... Because even Ex Machina, 
it was a, I got a little mad about how sexualized the robot was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, was kind of the point of that movie. Yeah, that was the entire point. But this movie is, for where she is, he did an excellent job. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. To the point where I kind of just want to assume that a woman was over his shoulder being like, not like that. Would not react like that. Makes you wonder. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's almost too good. It's too good to have a man write it. Yeah, yeah. He did a, a really amazing job. And, and again, it's like if you're a dude who is, uh, as you goddamn fucking should be, sympathetic to uh, women's place in the world as they are right now and the general everyday threat level that men are to women. And historically, we are the worst thing that's ever happened to fucking women, ever. Number one killer of women is men. Yeah. Like, if you are even remotely sympathetic towards... Uh, Second our, is childbirth. Well, goddamn, shit. Uh, if you're even remotely sympathetic to our, our, our female companions on Earth here, I think that this movie should hit really hard. I think that there are a whole fucking lot of people, because goddamn it, Babe, I have been, I have spent the last two days. I know. Arguing and reading the insufferable comments of. Uh, You're doing frail. Good work. You're out there trying to do good work. Frail, pathetic, scared men on the internet in the wake of the most recent, at the time of recording, elementary school shooting in fucking America. Which is also one of the worst school shootings in America. Jesus Christ, man. Like, I, I have just been exposed to so much of the worst of men in the form of text on fucking Facebook in the past few days. Facebook is a cesspool. It is social poison. It's but the fucking worst. speaking of Ugh. horrible men on the internet, this movie is going to get horrifically ripped to shreds. I, I yeah. do not see a place where the majority of the internet, which is to say... Mostly men, men with free time. Right. Yeah, on the internet. Are going to like this movie. No. I This movie is so feminine focused. I am actually very curious to see what men say about it. I am too. And like we literally just got home after seeing it. So I've not even had the chance to like go on IMDb and like read any reviews or anything. I looked on there and the column of one star reviews was a lot bigger than the column of tens. I predict there are probably a lot of reviews of people being like, this movie is not good. I held the door open for a lady today. I am good man. I honestly, I see a lot of people saying that the movie is not good because it's pandering or it's maybe corny is not the correct word to use. It's on the nose. It well, it depends how deep you want to delve into it for being on the nose, which mm-hmm. would that'll go into the spoiler section. Sure. But yeah. like it it'll depend on how deep you want to dive into it. Like you could do a lot of on the nose surface level things. There's a whole lot of, like, the surrealist bits, you can't ever call anything surreal on the nose. Sure, yeah, because it's always going to have an unreal quality about it, so sure. Right. But it's, I suspect what men are not going to like about this movie is they're going to say, especially the ending, is over the top, overdone. Oh, it gets crazy. Unnecessary. Uh, there's 
people are going to hate it. I'm not. Yeah. The only thing I open, I did open IMDb, but only because I wanted to see who the cinematographer was. He good. He, oh my God, he's amazing. But this movie, the saturation and the lighting, the color saturation and the lighting of this movie looks so much like melancholia Mm. that I was like, the cinematographer had to have worked on melancholia. Which you've told me is not a good movie, but it is a pretty movie. No, it's a great movie. I personally do not like it. Not for you. No, but like it's, I watched it because a friend of mine loves it. Mm -hmm. And she told me this is the best example of what depression feels like. I'd probably get into it then. So I watched it. And I hated it. It's just <laughs> not a world you know. As somebody who ha- is is very neurotypical, <laughs> to to the extreme point of like narcissism, very neurotypical. But like, so I I found melancholy very irritating. But it is beautiful, and it is very well made and very well acted. Like it is a good movie. It is just not a movie for me. Sure, but, but the cinematography is insane it's worth watching if you like pretty things it's worth watching it all and, and this, this one's movie, the same way it's, yeah it has that same harsh light and dark and warm just and cold co- yeah like the color saturations and where it's like this is like very warm and aggressive and this is very like pale and innocent like it does a great job it does with a all really of really it. good job it is a it is a fucking gorgeous looking movie for sure yeah there's a lot of neat stuff in there too where there's a lot of camera stuff going on in the movie where i was i was on edge because especially after you know uh some of the stalkery bits start showing up in the movie i found myself constantly like studying every frame because you're scanning the background and the shadows i was yeah like i was doing that or i was sitting here going like is this a pov shot right now like, it oh, started to yeah. feel like every shot was like, this is some guy in the fucking bushes. This is somebody looking through the window right now. Like, any shot that they was They do a her, good job with that. Yeah. Any shot that was, like, her with her back to the camera or not looking around the camera's, you know, so that her face was in frame, I was like, this is a POV shot of somebody creeping on her. It really constantly set me on edge the yeah. entire time. Yeah, you you were pretty tense. I, w- I was very tense. You you were not hereditary level tense, but you were tense. Yeah, like I, I honestly don't know the last time that I watched a movie where I was this. You're probably whiplash tense. tense. Ah, that's different though. That whiplash tense was like personal because this is about women. Woo! Yeah, I mean whiplash was a world I've inhabited. You know, the majority of my life. This was a level of just like holy shit. How do y'all fucking deal with this shit? Good God, man. It's just how we exist. I don't understand. Like, and here's the thing that fucking blows my mind. And again, like all the shit that the world has been going through for the past couple months, (laughs) eons, decades, Tennessee specifically, um, you know, added on to this movie where I'm just like, okay, this puts me into a woman's shoes and stuff. And then it got me thinking about like, and then fucking men are the ones that freak out and fucking wreak havoc. What the fuck is the matter with us? Oh, see, you're learning. Maybe this movie should become required viewing. God damn, right? But they're not going to get it. Like, if, if men lived under that threat level 24 fucking 7, no matter if you're in the city or the country or what the fuck ever, holy shit. Yeah, you can't handle it. No. Well, fuck no. 
it's like I sent him a TikTok last night where some they've got those like period pain simulators. Oh, yeah, that guy with the thing on <laughs> put it on ten. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like, you know, it's like three couples, three heterosexual couples, so it's and they're all like the men are trying it on. There's one part in like halfway through that video where she was like, he's on a six and he's leaning on a scale of 10. He's on a level six pain. He's holding on to the table and he's having a bad time and screaming. Yeah. Like he is yelling <laughs> and holding on to the table. And he was like, when, when did you say it started hurting for you? And she goes, eight. She what goes, I, fuck? she goes, I barely even felt six. Yeah. And he was holding on to the kitchen table and screaming. He was having time of it. Yeah. Like it's, Oof. this is, it's how we exist in the world. Yeah. Men couldn't handle that. <laughs> no, we do very, very, very badly with that. Y'all. It's like, I want to take a walk alone by myself in the woods. I have to be aware in case I see another figure. It's probably a threat. I don't even think about it. Like I literally don't even fucking think about it. I did not realize how little you paid attention till we moved. I don't have to. Into downtown Knoxville. Yeah. And we would be walking the dogs and you were not paying attention to like who was walking towards us, who had a dog, if they were running, if it was a man. Like I walk around with headphones on. I cut off one of my main sensory which devices. blows my mind. Because like, I don't have to care. I would never walk around with both. Like, I, I wouldn't either if I was you. <laughs> if, if I am wearing headphones, I only wear one headphone. Yeah. I like I always have I a free ear and I mostly don't wear headphones. Can't blame you. Can't blame you. Wish it was different. Yeah. Men should fucking do better. Holy I agree. shit. Do better. It's not hard. You would think. You fucking think. Is. I'm serious, dude. Like it's not hard to be an all right guy. Like I I think I'm fine. I don't even think I'm an exceptional dude or whatever, but You're it's like You're a good guy. You it's know what? not hard. You met the low bar. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it's just like, oh, wow. This guy, he, he don't be hitting or raping nobody. Wow. That's not a big fucking deal. Way to go. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We got to do fucking better, guys. We got to fucking do better. Watch this movie. Like, get into it. Watch this movie. Put yourself in her shoes. Oh, man. It's tough. Like, this isn't a fun watch. No, you know, but like it, I, it is a great watch. I, we yeah. were in th- we didn't even drink the gin. I know. We, we didn't even drink the gin. Well, you asked me at the very end, you are like, did you like it? And I was like, liking it implies I had a good time. That's hard to say. Yeah. This isn't one of those ones like, uh, what do we just do? Uh, funny games on the show where we were talking about like movies oh, yeah. that I don't really need to watch again or that I'll never really watch again, but they're well made or whatever. Yeah. I would watch this again for sure. This isn't one of those that's like so excruciating and brutal that I'm like, yeah, I'm never watching this again. Uh, uh, honestly, I didn't find it brutal at all. That sucks. <laughs> like, like I, that's what that tells me. That sucks. <laughs> like, I didn't think anything about this was like, which is why I would be like, it's horror adjacent. Woof. <laughs> it's reality adjacent is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. It's more like it? Yeah. It's a reality adjacent horror movie. <laughs> Fuck. Do you have any much more you can say here that's not spoilery? Uh, uh, okay, so one thing real quick. Uh, and again, like if you're even worried about even have, having anything remotely spoiled for you, maybe just hit the fast forward 30 seconds right here. Trigger warning stuff. Um, again, fast forward if you're scared of hearing anything about it. There are themes of suicide in here. 
you see a little bit of graphic stuff related to that. There are themes of sexual assault. You don't actually see any sexual assault. There's just the threat of sexual assault. But I could definitely see if you are a, uh, a survivor of a traumatic event like that, this would be fucking hard. Yeah, it would be. Very fucking hard. So keep that in mind. Again, you don't see anything. There's nothing that even happens related to that. But it is a threat. So that might be really tough for a lot of watchers. Yeah, that's Anything true. else? Um, pre-spoilers? Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was a, it's a great movie. Great it acting. Is, yeah. It, the acting's phenomenal. I feel terrible about not knowing any of the actors' names because I recognized all of their faces. Yeah, you've seen them and stuff. And, and they're what, it's British. Everybody, it, you yeah. know what? It's not even British. It's full on Brit, isn't it? There was a lot of times where I was like, oh, where's the subtitles, mate? I was having trouble making out some of them words in there. Oh, yeah. There was some of that stuff that got a little dicey for me. Yeah, the husband's dialect, I had a hard time. But I, I thought that was just because he was speaking so fast because usually when you saw the husband, he was angry. Emotional, yeah. Yeah, it was really hard to tell some of the stuff that he said. Yeah. But other than that, man, I, th- I think this is a fucking awesome movie. I think if you are... It is beautiful. Yes. It is threateningly scary. It is surreal. It's folk horror-ish. There's a good balance of tension scary and jump scare scary. Where was the jump scare? I mean, there's a lot of just like sudden noises and like a figure appears and shit like that. Some of that stuff kind of got me jumping a little bit. Oh. <laughs> okay. A little crisscross making me jump jump in there. Okay. Yeah, whatever. That's my experience anyway. I think it's fucking awesome. But but again, it's one of those movies that is going to be fucking panned. Oh, you yeah. are either going to love this or be like, men are good. I didn't like it. It made me feel bad. Yeah, and I and that's the thing too is like it's not really a movie for everybody. No. The problem is not that it's anything like this movie, but like when the the first Wonder Woman came out, the first DC Wonder Woman movie came out mm-hmm. and well or when Marvel's Captain Captain uh, Marvel Captain Marvel mm-hmm. came out both of those movies were and I'll I'll even say Birds of Prey all all three of those movies when they came out they fall in line with the superhero movie that everybody's making billions of dollars on and seeing in theaters like except with less dicks up front except with less dick yeah and that's what's going to make me mad about this movie is because it's not a movie that's made for everybody. Like, it's very slow. It is very subtle. It is surreal. I need to come up with a different word since I've said that so many times already. Take a shot every time you say surreal. Right. But, like, it's... There are reasons why a person would not like this movie. But the majority of the people who are going to say they don't like this movie are men at home with too much free time. Yeah, I think so. And that's going to make me very angry. Which is weird because when you think about horror, it's like how many fucking horror movies are there with female main characters? Like probably more than male main characters. But they got the boobies. They got the boobies in the shirts. It's true. You got the boobies. But seriously, it's like so many horror leading ladies... Or the star of the fucking movie, Final, Final Girl. Final Girl is a you know? theme. Yeah. 
So maybe horror audiences will be more open to this. I would like to think horror movie audiences are, but... Knowing the Dead and Lovely community, I think a lot of us will be, yeah. I think our community will like it. Yeah. So that, I mean, which is who we're speaking to. Yeah, but if you're like the, yeah, I want to watch a horror movie for boobies in the shirt. Yeah, this is not for you. You're going to hate it. You're, you're really not going to like this movie. Yeah. Go, go watch Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah. In that case, you should probably not listen to other episodes of the show if this is your <laughs> first time listening, okay? <laughs> this is probably not the show for you. I'm not a regular. It's usually just two cishet white men. Hi, it's us. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know. So you want to get onto some spoiler turf here? Yes. Because I don't think I, there's much else to say. I, that we, I, yeah. Everything else I want to say about this movie is a spoiler. Yeah. So and some are low-key spoilers, but some are big yeah, spoilers. Right. And I, I liked going into this movie not knowing. I did not do I'm that glad deliberately. I'm glad I didn't know a lot, yeah. I, I did not do it deliberately, but I'm glad I did not know that much. Yeah, me too. Because it did make it more shocking. Sure. When, when things happened. Yeah, I had no idea you know, what was really the central point of the movie. And I'm glad that I went into it that way. So don't let us spoil this for you. Uh, If this sounds like something that you'd be into, check it out. If it sounds like something that might challenge you or make you think about your worldviews, yeah, double check it out. Go see it as soon as you fucking can. Uh, Really fucking rad movie. But from here on out lies spoilers ahead. Don't say we didn't warn you. We're going to spoil the living heck out of this motherfucker. So watch out. We're going to be telling you about some more deep dive deets about this movie. So you've been warned. Don't come running to me. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Okay. There is some wild shit going on with this movie. I've got a couple of things in particular I want to talk about here and, and see if you kind of picked up on them too. So we were talking about in this movie just the general uh, threat level that your everyday lady endures. Yep. And first how, one being when she walks through that tunnel. Oh my god! Yeah, like I didn't even know that that character was going to be a threat. Uh-huh. Just the moment he stood up and started coming to, before he even started running. The minute he just stood up, I was like, "Nope, get the fuck out!" Get the fuck out! And yeah. then he started running, and I was like, "Shit!" And that's the thing is, like at that point in the movie too, she had just been wandering around the woods by herself, enjoying her own company. Yep. It was very peaceful. There's all these like nature shots. Like it's actually a pretty long stretch like i would say it's a generous five to seven minutes of just oh, her definitely. T- taking a walk well and, and i was like where is this going like what is the point of this this is, seems like kind of a lull and she's wearing she wears a lot of like earth tones that's something i want to talk about for and sure. then the final you want to get into colors later and then we'll no you're good okay so like she wears a lot of earth tones and then like her final is like this big prairie kind dresses prairie, yeah um, and it's like this really pale pink, and it's got some like little lace details. Traditionally on it. feminine. It, it's extremely yeah. innocent female, but she's got boots on too. By the way, I loved her boots. I would love to own a pair of those They're boots. boots. Yeah, it's true. Um, but she had boots on with it too. But like it's, and the greenery, like the scene, like everything around her looked like, even though they were wearing cold weather clothes yeah and she was eating apples which are typically like an autumn but it's in the uk yeah well i don't know when they are harvested in but in america yeah. it's in the autumn yeah so for me seeing an apple ripe on a tree is an autumn thing and the cold weather clothes are more winter things but all of the like everything looked like springtime 
Mm-hmm. It was vibrant, very yeah, vibrant, bright, bright, like early spring, bright green, new growth, fresh leaves, fresh flowers, which was, all, I mean, all of that's a bit of a contradiction, which leads to the surreal effect of it. But it was beautiful. Cause it never took me out of it or anything. Yeah. Just to think about like, like say the contradiction of like, it looks like spring, but there's apples and they're kind of dressed like it's fall like it never pulled me out of it but the house itself is so like warm toned and like that red paint and it's so like harsh and aggressive while she's like wandering through with her cup of tea and like looking out at the garden and you know like playing the piano but you have these like shining level red walls Mm mm-hmm just very like I I really liked all the juxtaposition of and I, and all the men were kind of dullards and none of them were like shiny or too clean or too good looking or too like they were just average men like the cops the mm. people at the bar the like none of the men were standing out like she in her earth tones or flowing dress she was standing out in the scenes even though she wasn't wearing any makeup and half the time her hair wasn't even brushed. Yeah. But she was still, the juxtaposition of her there was standing out. Mm -hmm. And I found that really interesting because the men all faded into the background. I thought a lot of the, the color coding in her wardrobe, I think was especially significant because, you know, during the flashbacks of her husband's suicide, she's wearing this like kind of tan colored sort of boat neck sweater then when we see her in the present day she's still wearing like a tan color it's a turtleneck not turtleneck well in the past it was more open and then in the present whenever we catch up with her she's still wearing a tan sweater yeah Yeah, but it's like more up she's showing less cleavage less of her chest and stuff she's more buttoned up looking whenever she gets to the cottage and starts to relax a little bit that's when we start to see yeah like the pink dress and after she has that incident with the naked guy in the yard, she's still wearing it, but she's covered it up with this brown, long uh, cardigan. Yep. And it kind of put me in the mindset of how a lot of like female uh, birds are drab colors. They're just like plain browns and stuff like that. She's kind of hiding her femininity as a result of this attack that she has just endured. She's kind of like putting it under a, putting it under cover, so to speak. Yeah. And then by the end of the movie, she's fully just like, I'm comfortable with this. I'm just going to be me. Yeah, pink pink bloodstained dress. Yeah, exactly. And it's not even, I don't know. It's one of those things that I think was done on purpose. Oh, absolutely. I feel like there's some pretty blatant color. Everything in this movie is very deliberate. Everything. I mean, even the fact that there's uh, uh, the, the apples and stuff in the yard, like that symbol of... Men placing guilt on fucking women. This is a theme in the fucking movie. So there are both Christian overtones and pagan overtones. Oh, yeah. Which I find very interesting when you think, like if you look at the wider scope and you think of the Christianity as being a predominantly masculine field, that it's very male-centric and male-forward. It's a patriarchal society. Yeah, very much. Whereas the pagan is more feminine, mm-hmm. Mother Earth, Mother Goddess. Like, yeah, divine feminine. Yeah. like So it, it's a really cool juxtaposition throughout the whole thing. Some of them very overt, 
like the ripe apples falling off the tree amongst all this spring vegetation. And the like house owner is even like, don't eat that forbidden fruit. And he's like, I'm just kidding. But that's just the kind of joke men tell to just like subtly assert dominance over a woman. Oh, absolutely. Like, Let me just scare you a little. I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's not fucking funny. Anyway, sorry. It's never funny. It's never funny. But yeah, like definitely there's that, that theme throughout the whole movie of the amount of guilt and blame that is placed on women. I mean, dude, it's like fucking and disbelief. Eve ate the apple. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, whenever she uh, is dealing with her husband who is freaking out because she's going to divorce him, he's like, you're going to make me kill myself. You made me do this. You're going to make, you have to live with this. And then even when she runs into that vicar at that church and he's like, well, what if you would have given him time to say he's sorry, then you wouldn't have to live with what you did. What the fuck? So that did not bother me half as much as him putting his hand on her leg. Ugh. Ugh. Because I expected that. To, I expect that type of dialogue for men. Which is fucking shot. Like, holy shit. And that's the thing. Is like, I see, I see a lot of dudes watching this movie. Yeah, and seeing that scene where you know. Dude blames her for her husband's suicide and being like, this kind of thing never happens. This is just trying to make men look bad. Like, I see people not believing that that kind of thing would happen, does happen, did happen, will happen. It happens all the time. All the fucking time. There was a whole one to two year period where Believe Women was trending on Twitter. Ugh. Ugh. Because you don't. You being the general world. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I thought was really cool about this, too, and it took us both like kind of a minute to catch on to it, is that all these people, the policemen, the vicar. I thought I was like, I don't want to make that assumption because the makeup is good. It wasn't until the little boy showed up that I was like, okay. What the hell? Yeah. All of these men that she encounters. And she only encounters men. Except for the one police woman. So the woman, there's a woman on the phone when she calls 999 for help. There's a woman operator and there's a woman police officer. And then there's the woman friend that she talks to. Yeah. Everybody else is a man. Yeah. Everybody that she encounters in the village, walking around in the town, all men. Yeah. Like the guys at the pub, the police officer. The bartender, the house owner, the vicar, the child, all men, all played by the same guy. That was crazy, and I loved it. That is such a weird, risky-ass choice to make. Like, that could have turned out really fucking silly. Oh, yeah. It could have been, like, very fucking, I don't know, uh, very earnest, where it's just like, oh, it's the same actor playing all these parts. It's all Jim Varney or whatever. It could be very... uh, Very Eddie Murphy, if you went with it in the wrong way. Oh, yeah. And it kind of like took me a second whenever I realized that like the little boy at the church was played by the same guy that was the house owner. And so was the vicar. It kind of took me out for a second where I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. And then I was like, oh, wait, okay, yeah, this is like cool. This is very allegorical because after I assume they're all threats. Yeah. After you have been through a traumatic experience involving a male as a female you probably see that face on everybody 
Like they all look like a potential threat. Only her husband was different and he was drastically different because all the other men she was encountering was played by... Do you have the IMDb pulled up? Um, I can pull it up right there. It's a guy. He's been in like some of the Bond movies. Played by Rory Kinnear. Yeah, I, I recognize. Yeah, I recognized everybody's face, and I don't know anybody's name. But like, he, the man who plays all the other men, is an older white guy with pale eyes, and the man who plays her husband, who is dead when the movie starts is a brown-eyed black man. Yeah. So it is a very stark difference. Like, they weren't even trying... Like, this white guy is playing all of the other men. Like, this one white guy is playing all these men. Her husband is a black man. I thought that he did a really good job, too, as far as, like, altering his accent, altering his his physicality, some of which was CGI-aided. It did take me a little while to catch on to that fact. And I could see some people being like, man, that's silly. It's just the same guy playing all these parts or whatever. But I'm like, you're looking at this through the eyes of a trauma survivor. Right. You know, like that, that changes your perspective on every also, strange man you meet, I'm sure. It's folk horror. So you're supposed to, there's symbolism in everything. Yeah. And it, and it gets fucking weird and surreal as shit especially when it starts bringing in all that green man stuff so i don't know a ton about the green men lore green man lore well and here's the thing is i vaguely remember looking it up like 22 years ago like i was still in high school like looking it up because i liked the green man symbol and i've always kind of been into witchy shit but I don't think there's a ton, like, it's one of those things that are kind of universal to have this, like, nature man Mm -hmm. around. Tom Bombadil. And it is one of the things that Christianity took to help integrate Christianity when they were conquering all of the pagans. And they show us that in the movie when she goes into that cathedral, that church over there, but there is still the green man altar with the the woman. And the holy water. Is yeah. carved out of it's like a basin pagan gods, and then there's like the woman like giving birth on the back side. She's, of she's that. not giving birth. Oh, she's she's just showing you her. It's a fertility. Check it out. Yeah. Well, so it, it's a crouching nude woman. So she's got her knees up. Yeah, she, her breasts are out, but her knees are up in front of them, and she's opening her vulva to the face of the sculpture so it's like her her fingers holding her vulva open and then her face it's a it's a fertility another spring time symbol it's quite cross isn't it it's quite cross i I liked it and that symbolism again i wish i understood more about it and knew more about it i don't feel like you have to know this stuff to enjoy the movie because I, i enjoyed the movie even though i don't know anything about it but those two themes of the green man and this uh this you know opening vulva figure become very, very big at the end of the movie. Holy moly. Like you've had this naked guy stalking her through the movie. And then you start seeing him like sticking leaves in his cuts. He's made on his face and he kind of becomes the green man throughout the course of the movie. Of course, he's also played by the same guy playing all the other guys. And then dude in that, that last scene where she's like trying to escape from the house and, She's 
severely injured him. That scene where she like basically cuts his fucking arm down the middle like a goddamn hot dog Did was you killing me. Yeah. Did you notice that's the same cut her husband had? Yeah, it took me until the end of the movie to piece that together. I was like, fuck. I started, the same I started to tell you because you were so like... Ugh. I didn't want to take you out of it. Yeah, it took me a while because the husband fell on that like spike. Mm-hmm. And also like cleaved his arm in half. Fucking crazy. But anyway, like after she like mortally wounds the guy and he breaks back in and then starts giving birth to himself, to himself, like to, the, to other to forms the vari- of the same yeah, man, to variations of man. Holy shit. Like of all the directions this movie was going to go. Didn't expect it. No, I did not. I loved I, it. I did not expect to see like, oh my God, like crazy and then killer. And five times in a row. Like, yeah, five times in a row. It's like, here's the crazy killer naked guy with leaves stuck in his wounds. Holy shit. He has a vagina and it's just showing me front on a head coming out of it and him giving birth. And then he gives birth, as you said, to himself. Only it's the same wounded man that he was i thought that that was very greatly symbolic that these wounded pathetic men are giving birth to more wounded pathetic men and they're all crawling towards her yeah they're all just like and they're not even so there's this whole thing of like monstrous femininity and men are afraid of women because women can create life like we are the holders of life like you can't sure. make more people without a woman the, the whole vulva is like a gateway it's heaven it's the door to creation like you've got all of these symbols like just on top of each other and he's exploiting all of them yeah and but these men are giving birth first from their own genital but then like it starts moving to where it it finally comes out of his head comes out of his back comes out of his mouth yeah so like and the effects are incredible yeah it's gorgeous i wouldn't say gorgeous i'd say (laughs) fucking crazy and gross and disturbing but it's it's really really interesting to watch this because they don't even it's not like they're coming out of the womb and attacking her but they're just staring at her and walking. It's like, it's like, do they want her to hug them? Because like at first she's scared. And as it keeps happening, she gets less and less scared. And she's just like, gets tired. I thought that like was she amazing. She gets so tired of it. And she just turns her back. At one point, she just turns her back on it and walks away. Yeah. I, I thought just, that that was, that was great. It's like she she started to realize that this this pathetic damaged male that keeps reproducing itself over and over and, and over yelling and pursuing at her, her but not but it's almost like a pleading oh yeah it's like very a, childlike yeah at it's, times it's not necessarily a help me but it's also not a fuck you it's a desperate yeah. kind of cry she starts realizing that this character that's just being born over and over isn't scary it's pathetic right and like i was honestly kind of I was really worried when it got to the very end because the final birth is back to her husband. Right. That was dead. And he gives her the like, do you see what you did to me speech? Yeah. Again, guilting her. And she kind of sits down on the couch and like, I, 
I was starting to be like, oh man, please don't fucking turn on me the wrong way, movie. Because like she sits down with him. She has the axe in her hand. She doesn't just fucking murder him right away. She Which sits is what down I wanted with him. her to do. I, yeah. just wanted, I wanted her to cut off his head. And she's like, what do you want from me? And he says, your love. And she just goes, yeah. Did you hear me say that? Yeah. <laughs> right before she did. I was really, 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 <laughs> really worried there for a second that she was going to realize like, oh, all these men need is love and they'll quit being monstrous. And that's, I'm just going to hug him and squeeze him and be his mommy. Like I was really, really worried the movie was going to go there for just a second and it didn't. Thank fucking yeah, God. I, I was, I, I didn't. I wasn't that scared. I didn't think it would. But then when there was such a long, because I said, yeah, for like, there's such a long pause between him saying he wants her love and her not saying anything that I sitting in the theater went, yeah, like, like that's expected. Yep. That's what they want. And then she was still pausing even after I said that. And I was like, don't hug him. I know. Do not hug him. And she didn't. That's what was interesting, too, is like right after that, which is, you know, at this point, I don't know how long the movie is. It feels like it was probably hour 45-ish. Seems right. I have, no, I have no clue. I think it was hour 40. So it's like at that point, you're like an hour 43 into the movie. After he says, I want your love, and she says, yeah, title card, men. Yeah. Holy shit. What a fucking snap that was. It was great. The minute she I'd said, yeah. There the hadn't second. been a title card. Yeah. And it was at the very fucking end of the movie. It's like, you want to sum the whole fucking thing up? Yeah. Men are pathetic and just want to be loved by women. That's it. Yeah. Boom. Men. Wow. It goes back to Labyrinth. Love me, worship me, and I'll be your slave. Dance, magic, dance. That's it. Jump, magic, jump. (laughs) It's right there. Labyrinth told us. Man, this movie... I loved it. Like, I think I, it's fucking amazing. I can't wait to watch it again. I yeah. can't wait to see other people watch it and talk about it. I'm I'm curious to see what intelligent men say about it. Yeah. I know what the majority of the internet's going to say, and I don't care. No. The voice of the internet is an unpleasant one. Yeah. it. I, I know what they're going to say, and I don't fucking care. But I am, like, I know a lot of good men, and I am very curious, like, well, even you, like, when we were in that bar scene, and, like, she just wants a drink, so she goes to the bar for a drink, and she walks in, and here are two men sitting at a table, and here is a male bartender, and here is her landlord, who is a man sitting at the bar, and while she's there, another man walks into the bar, like, it's only men in this bar, and they're all, like, side-eyeing her, and, like, not I mean nobody's being that's the one of the best things about this movie is that nobody's being outwardly hateful nobody's being like oh you sassy little bitch let me see your cunt you know like nobody's being gross or hateful but they're all being degrading that's like I was saying about joke earlier so this low-key male dominance stuff that's just prevalent and we're so numb to it and used to it and that's happening at the bar and she's just trying to get a drink alone like she 
he they won't even let her pay for it herself like she wants to pay for it herself yeah and they won't let her and you're we're in this scene and you lean over and you go it's just like this all the time like it it was like a light bulb for you of just like yeah. it's just like this all the time and i'm like yeah this is this is what it is like all the time everywhere well, even, I just, I, I go wherever and I'm my own fucking business and I don't even think fucking twice about it. It's really nice. Yeah, like, but it's, it's so prevalent everywhere you go. Yeah. That's got to be exhausting. It is, it is exhausting. Women are tired. I bet. We're very tired. I bet. This movie definitely shows it off. Yeah. Put you in the shoes. I liked it a lot. I mean, it's, it's not... It's not a fun watch. There's really not. There's a little levity, I guess, at the start with the uh, the homeowner. There's a little awkward humor in there. Yeah. But that's about that's about it. It is very fucking suspenseful. It's very pretty. Jesus, man. I thought that it was fucking rad. I really yeah. enjoyed this movie. And I think a lot of our, our, our listening audience, our, a lot of our, our regulars will really enjoy it, too. I, I think at, for the majority of the dead and lovely community, we'll like it a lot. Yeah, I think so. Definitely look forward to doing a full-length deep dive on this one on down the road. I predict Steve will like this one a lot. I'm sure that he would. Oh, yeah, probably. I want to see an interview with Alex Garland about it. Yeah, I want to scour the YouTubes and see if there's some stuff. I don't know if I've ever seen an interview with him, period. We we probably, like, like. it's it's so new, we probably have a few weeks that we need to wait. Because right now he would still be spoiler-free. Okay. Well, definitely, definitely recommend. Definitely go see this fucking movie. Throw some money at it. An original horror movie that's not a remake or based on an existing property. It's an original story. Yeah, and it is unique unto its... Like, even though there is overt pagan and Christian symbolism throughout the entire thing, it's... It is... I've never seen anything like it. No, can't really compare it to anything, honestly. So, definitely go and check it out. I enjoyed it a lot. Woof. I need to watch some fucking Bob's Burgers. Yeah, we I can need go to do that. Eat ramen and watch Bob's Burgers on a rainy, what, Thursday night. Rainy Thursday. Yeah, I need to do that. So we're going to get to it here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's where it matters the most. Support the show on Patreon. If you'd like to follow us on all the social medias, we have a Linktree page. Just look up Dead and Lovely Linktree. You will find it. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Keep up with us. Uh, if this is your first time listening, hey, cool. There's a lot of episodes for you to choose from. Hundreds. Hundreds of them. Just find a movie and a start hundreds. there. A couple, two, three hundred of them almost. Uh, so, yeah. To find a favorite movie, start there. Check it out. And I thank you guys so much for listening to this special mini-sode installment of Dead and Lovely. And go go to the Facebook page. and It's the only part of Facebook that I am on that's not business yeah. for me. Yeah. And um, go go to the Facebook page and let me know what you think. Unless you're one of the fucking twats who uh, hate it because it's a woman. Maybe and, that. And that was a deliberate use of the word twat. Keep it to yourself. Asterisk. Just keep that to yourself, huh? Maybe yeah. You do that. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. But All right. I, I am curious to hear what everybody thinks about it. Yeah, me too. So head on over there. Hang out with us. Let us know what you think about this flick and catch up with us on the next installment of Dead and Lovely. Goodbye. Bye. There you go.